Whether you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, the X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exone Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. Know the genius in you, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Now, Albert Einstein said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew that to be true? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and in each weekly show, you get to hear the fascinating ways that others have discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish because of it. And at the end of tonight's show, you get to hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. Now, our expert tonight is Mitchell Scott Lewis, who has developed his genius in the area of astrology. Now, Mitchell Scott Lewis has been a professional astrologer in New York City for more than three decades. He specializes in financial astrology and medical chart interpretation, as well as relationships, elective astrology, and life direction. Now, throughout the 90s, he worked on the floor of the New York Mercantile Exchange and became well-known as an astrological trader and market analysis. Since 2011, Mitchell has been a regular guest on Coast to Coast, where he discusses the economy, politics, and the future of our society. Now, Mitchell works with natal charts, transits, solar arc directions, secondary progressions, and composite charts, which all means nothing to anybody who doesn't know anything about astrology. What it really means is he's got the full gambit, so he's good. As a result, his international astrology clientele include leading financiers, as well as health professionals, renowned entertainment industry figures, and people from all walks of life. He's been quoted in Barron's, the New York Daily News, and many other publications. In Living by Starlight, his ongoing monthly newsletter, 
as well as in lectures and numerous appearances on national television and radio, he has accurately predicted a number of world events, including the rise of oil prices, the collapse of the housing market, and the 08 stock market crash, where he precisely foretold within days of its occurrence more than a year in advance. He also correctly predicted the last four presidential elections, so of course we're going to want to know about the next one. He is the author of Starlight Detective Agency Mystery Series, which are really kind of cool, which highlights protagonist astrologer detective David Lowell and features New York City as a backdrop. Now, the books have been developed a cult following among savvy mystery buffs, and the third novel in the series, Evil in the First House, was recently published. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Mitch. Hi, Sharon. It's very nice to be on your show. Thank you. And I've got this really hard to pronounce name because it absolutely looks like Sharon, but it's Sharon. <laughs> I meant I actually meant to say Sharon. I know the accent over the O. I got I got that from the last time we chatted. I know that. We just always blame my mother for that one. Anyway, <laughs> astrology was accepted by men of science as late as the 1600s, but now it's kind of relegated to the realm of folklore. Only I think it's coming back. So what do you say to people who think that this is just hokey pokey stuff? Well, there's a very famous quote that's attributed to Sir uh, Isaac Newton as to whether he actually said it or not. I'm not sure. But when people would say to him, supposedly, why do you believe in that nonsense? His answer was, sir, I have studied it. You have not. Oh, I like that one. I have... when, you spend, when you spend a lifetime studying something and you're a very bright person and you help people all over the world, as many astrologers do, and predict things, and somebody comes along and says, I don't believe in that nonsense, you have two choices. You can either make yourself crazy or you can say, that's nice, and go get yourself a glass of wine and chat with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I love that response. So I grew up with my mom's best friend being one of the few astrologers that she used her talents in astrology to keep from Hitler killing her. And then mm. Hitler used her to make sure like there was a, a time when he pulled her in and said, um, you know, our one of his worst guys had a brain tumor and said, you know, if he lives through the surgery, you tell us when and how long. And if he lives through, you and your kids can live and all the doctors and their families can live. But if they fail, y'all are dying. And that was mm. with Himmler. And so she used her astrology. And so that was my mom's best friend. So I just thought everybody believed in astrology and knew it. <laughs> well, there was a time when they did. Yeah. Don't and forget, we have, we have many more choices today. You can uh, run a shoe store. You can work at uh, Starbucks, God forbid. You know, there's a million different jobs we can have. But in the Middle Ages, you didn't have that many choices. Either you went into the military, you went into the, uh, the church, or you, you worked as an apprentice of some sort or other. And astrology was considered not only a, a, a means of divination, but most uh, doctors are graduated with degrees in astrology. Now, I do, I do medical astrology. I've been doing it for many, many years. I started studying back in Cambridge uh, a long, long time ago. And from the very beginning, my teacher was into medical astrology. So right from the start, I had... The, the foundation for it, but it took me a long time to anybody who tells you they've been studying astrology for six months and they want to give you a reading, tell them no thanks. <laughs> uh, and I don't, I don't, I don't mean to be prejudiced about, about it because I know some people who are absolutely geniuses and they pick up things very quickly. But the difference is that it takes many years and many charts to see what is really going on. Anybody can read a couple of books about astrology and come to you and say, Oh, Saturn's on your Venus. You're probably tired. You're not getting along with your friends. How's your back feel? But that's not the same thing as being able to direct your energy so what to do with it, you know. Exactly. Now, so many astrologers seem to disagree, and yet they've all got the same charts or the same whatever, so it's how they're interpreting it. So my question is, what methodology do you use because you are incredibly accurate? Well... I, I think after you've been doing it as long as I have, you develop your own style. Uh, certainly, I stand on the shoulders of my teachers and of all the great authors who have written books through the years. Don't forget astrology. You know, if you go into Barnes & Noble, 
you'll see one book on palmistry, maybe two books on tarot, and a hundred books on astrology. It, yeah. it is such a, a studied uh, art form and science. And uh, again, at this point, I base my my decisions on past experience. For example, I, as you said in the introduction, by the way, I love that introduction. I want to get to know me. It sounds terrific. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I worked uh, trading uh, commodities for many years and, and stocks as well. And I worked for a, a couple of big firms and for their hedge funds and whatnot. And uh, so when I, when I discuss financial uh, astrology, I'm not just talking about astrology. I'm talking about thousands of hours and trades, oh, God knows how many trades, in order to come to the conclusions that I came to. Uh, for example, when I was on the floor of the exchange, uh, I started doing a series of lectures at the Princeton Club for a group of investors called SIRE, Society for the Investigation of Recurring Events. And at the time, oil was trading $17 a barrel. And I saw that Pluto was about to enter Sagittarius, and Sagittarius is the most expansive of signs. It's ruled by Jupiter, the biggest planet. And my intuition and my research convinced me that Pluto rules oil. So I started to predict that oil was going to go above $100 a barrel. The first year, they, they almost laughed me out of the room. They said, yeah, sure. Second year, it's trading in the high 30s. place was packed. By the third year, it's in the mid-50s. You couldn't get a seat. And then it finally went to 100 and then $140 a barrel. And my reputation was made down there. And then as soon as Pluto left expansive Sagittarius and entered restrictive Capricorn, the price of oil collapsed to $40 a barrel, almost overnight. So this didn't come from just, you know, oh, my intuition, I put my hand on a rock, looked up in the sky and said, I am an astrologer. It was from thousands of hours of studying and looking back at the commodity. And this is what good astrologers do. They don't just take things at face value or read a book and say, well, this, this author thinks that this is what this aspect means, therefore it's what it means. You study, and you make your notes, and you keep it, and, and you, you keep your files, and you go back and you review it. It's the same thing with medical astrology. I didn't just come to the decision that certain planets rule certain parts of the body. There are plenty of books written about medical astrology, and some of them are very good, and some of them aren't. And there are some that I disagree with vehemently, but I don't just do it because my intuition tells me it. I, I do hundreds and hundreds of charts every year, and when I go, especially when I go on coast to coast, I get swamped with you know 60, 80 or more readings. And if I do a medical show, then I get a lot of people with medical problems, and so I identify what the problem is and try and help them. Uh, find solutions to it. Um, sometimes they're not diagnosed properly by the doctor. And I say, well, I suggest, because I'm not a doctor, I suggest that you look in the liver or you look in the kidneys or maybe it's the blood pressure or whatever it might be. And then I add all that information up. So if somebody comes to me tomorrow with symptoms, astrological things that I've seen before, I go back in my notes, I take a look, I say, yep, I bet you it's the kidneys, or I bet you that it's, uh, it's got to do with the blood, or there's an infection buried somewhere that's not being shown, or whatever the deal might be. So, so as the old saying goes, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. Well, after the break, uh, we want to hear about 5G and what you're thinking about it, since it's coming to a poll near us regardless, to know if there's good accelerally products that would be good investments because of that 5G coming in. So stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can also be heard on knowthename.com along with it. After the break, we're going to find out what Mitch Lewis, Scott Lewis sees coming to America fairly soon. Stay tuned.
It's hard to listen to the news without realizing we're living in volatile, unprecedented times. Yet never has there been such an opportunity to transform the human condition. As old structures fail, where can we find the guidance to co-create a better way? Find Your Path Home is an ever-evolving, leading-edge information, education, and healing resource center designed to support and guide you on your path to unity and enlightenment. Based on sound principles employed by Shaman Worldwide, we provide techniques that can support you through the current transitions, offering online shamanic classes, international long-distance shamanic healing sessions, complimentary Mission Evolution radio episodes and Stairway to Heaven TV vignettes, seminars, retreats, and much more. All of this can be found on findyourpathhome.com. So I was watching the X-Zone TV channel last night when I was abducted by aliens and they kept repeating to me over and over again, simultv.com, simultv.com. What's simultv.com? That's what I asked them. They had it written on the side of their UFO. How do you spell that? UFO. No, I mean simultv.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Right. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. Interesting that you were abducted by aliens in a simultv.com UFO last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Now that you mention it, I remember now last night, I was awakened from a deep sleep. My great-grandmother was standing there. She said she'd come from the hereafter to tell me about simultv.com. She even spelled it out for me. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com. S-I-M-U-L-T-V.com, sonny boy. Wow. Yeah. Guys, you'll never guess what my psychic guru just told me. SIMULTV.com. Exactly. Are you guys psychic too? Of course. We all know about SIMULTV.com. SIMULTV.com. Path Home Shamanic Art School proudly presents the Gathering of Shaman 2019 Fall Retreat, Manifestation Samhain. Join me, Certified Shamanic Instructor Gwilda Wiecka, in the magnificent Colorado Mountains this November 2nd and 3rd for a life-changing event. Participate in unique teachings and ceremonies that will put the power and magic of shamanic manifestation into your hands. Sit in circle with like-minded individuals, sharing group energy and the power it generates. Classes will be held in a facility next to the beautiful, majestic Arkansas River, further empowering the experience. Space is limited, so reserve your spot today. For more information, visit findyourpathhome.com or email touchin at findyourpathhome.com. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. Our guest tonight is Mitchell Scott Lewis, whose website is jupiterrising.com. Now, Mitch, right before the break, I was going to ask you, and we're just going to start talking about the 5G. Some people are so against it, while others think it's the new cat's meow. What we'd like to know, since it's coming to a poll near us, are there 5G accelerally products that would be good investments that you've seen through astrology? I don't know. 5G is a brand new uh, uh, division. There is absolutely no way to know what it's going to turn out to be. So I read the same things you do. Some people think it's absolutely horrible what it's going to do to yep. our brains, etc., uh, but then people thought the same thing about cell phones, and they probably thought the same thing about the telephone when it was invented. But the problem is that everything's accelerating right now. We don't have time to test things. There's no patience any longer. There's no patience for each other's opinion. There's no patience to, uh, to, to test and, and to challenge these things for long periods of time. Listen, when electricity first was, was put into houses, People were scared to death. They thought it leaked out of the walls and it was going to kill you. Now, I'm not by nature, uh, I, I, don't, I don't jump the gun with things. 
um, there are going to be some companies that are going to make a ton of money with the 5G. And if you're asking me about investment things, that's one thing. If you're asking me about my opinion uh, about 5G in general, that I really, I don't, it hasn't been around long enough. I can't possibly have an opinion. How can anybody? I was just thinking that there might be investment opportunities that would show up because of 5G, because anytime something new comes out, there's usually ancillary products that can either be good or bad, you know, can be a good investment or not. Well, there are going to be bubbles, just like there are in the marijuana business, just like there are in a lot of other businesses that start out. Just as Bitcoin flew all the way to the ceiling, only to collapse several times. Um, I don't make specific investment uh, uh, choices for listeners, Sharon. I think okay. it's not. First of all, if I'm wrong, uh, you know, it, it's I don't I don't like to, to, to anybody to lose ten cents on my calls. If people hire me to invest for them, that's something else. Or if they go on my mailing list and they want to know what my investment choices are, that comes with a disclaimer that I cannot guarantee. Uh, so to, to make uh, uh, choices for people over the air, uh, I think that's a little iffy. But I will tell you a couple of things. I've held AT&T for, well, actually it's been in my family for two generations. And it pays a very strong dividend. And the company is going to be around no matter what. And it just recently made a new high. And I think it's going to fly. Uh, that, that's a very safe investment because I put a lot of people into that for the dividends. But I am very, very bearish on the stock market right now. I am convinced that we are heading into a massive recession and that there's going to be a crash more likely than not at the beginning of 2021. But we're going to start to see real weakness in this market for the rest of 2020. So I am not. I'm not. I'm, I, I, in fact, I've told most of my clients that if they're smart, depending on their age, if you have a retirement fund and you're 35 years old, eh, leave it alone. You'd be making yourself crazy getting in and out of it. If you're older, if you're 55, 60, 65, and you might need that money soon, my suggestion is to protect it. And so a lot of my clients are taking a lot of their money out of stocks, leaving it on the sideline in cash or in bonds. And then if I'm right, uh, which I have been more often than not, we're going to have a, a, a serious dip in the markets, equities, real estate, everything. This is really going to be a bad recession if it hits. And uh, then, you know, the problem with, with the stock market, first of all, the stock market is not an indicator of the economy. It's only an indicator of the stock market. The stocks in 1931, when the second crash happened and led us into the deepest part of the depression for the next six years the stocks went up during the worst depression mankind has ever known the stock market went up and if you had any cash you made a fortune so whenever i think the market's going to crash like before 2008 i told everybody who would listen to me get out keep the money on the sideline then if i'm right and the market collapses you can buy it and a lot of people did just that they had cash on the sidelines, but the people who didn't, as the market started to crash, they panicked and they sold at the worst possible time and they got crazed. Now, people who paid attention and got out earlier, see, here's the problem. Nobody wants to leave 10 cents. They don't want to lose 10 cents in a trade. Well, what if it keeps going up? Well, what if it does? What if it goes up and you've, been, and you've watched this market go up from, from, uh, from 2010? It's been doing nothing but go up more or less for nine years. Are you going to risk all of that for a little bit more on top? Or are you going to be smart and pull that out and say, okay, I did pretty good. Let's leave it on the sideline and see what happens. And then if it does collapse, you buy it and then you run it up again the next time. And that's how people accrue fortunes in this country. Now, a lot of people don't have the money to trade stocks. And sometimes they have it in their retirement fund, and the fund is built in such a way that they can't move it around. So they have limited uh, uh, freedom of movement. But when it comes to picking individual stocks, uh, like I said, you know, the 5G is going to be a bubble. A lot of companies that are investing in it, they're going to run. The stock's going to run up. The second that they discover that something happens to your brain if you use this, all those stocks are going to collapse. And since I'm not talking to all of your listeners every day, I would be remiss to tell them to get into a particular company unless it has a long-term uh, 
uh, a foundation like AT&T, Starbucks, uh, you know, some of the safer companies. Because if we have this crash that I think is going to happen, and I, and I you know, anywhere I go, I, I talk about this in my lectures on radio, whatever, uh, then, then you know, you, you need to make sure that you can survive an extended recession. And like I said before, if you really want to be a trader, or you know, or you don't know about trading, but you want to make some money, you need to at least pay attention to the big things. Anybody who's watching the stock market now and reads or goes to M, uh, M, MSNBC or or a CNBC or you know any of them and and pays attention to what the markets are doing, the volatility is ridiculous. And every time that there's a small political movement, one way or another the markets collapse and then they rally right back up again and then they collapse and they rally back up again. And that's what happens before a stock market crash. Uh, That's interesting to know. I hope everybody's listening and paying attention. Mitch, this is the part of the show where I get to read your name. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Your name tells me that if you can't be the top and the best at something, you don't want to go there. It's almost like an all or nothing. The only time we're ever going to see you is in the middle is when you're on the way to the top because you like to be the very best at whatever you do. You have a lot of independence. Your family is very important to you. Your name indicates that good, bad, or the ugly, whatever it is, it's all about family. Family takes up the majority of your time. It says you're very good at manifesting. Occasionally, you've done things the hard way, so you've learned from that and able to keep going on, that you have a good sense of self that you have a nice writing ability that's actually in your name, that you have that writing ability. The way you write, we would all want to read it because you would have an interesting way of writing. And your name also says that you're a lifelong learner. Anyway, that's just a very brief thing of what your name says because I can talk two hours on a name. That's great. That was very, very accurate. Um, By the way, read my books. (laughs) I think you'll enjoy them. They're, they're what they call cozy murder mysteries. They're very, they're fun books, but uh, there is still murder in them, so I don't know how much fun that can be. Anyway, that was terrific. That's very good, Sharon, really. Thanks. Now, I noticed that in your books that one is in the first house, then the third one is all in the first house, and then you have the first one in the 11th and the second one in the 12th. Are you planning right. on writing 12 books always about one house? You know, that's what the goal is. See, when I first started writing these books, uh, and I got my publishing deal. We didn't know it was going to be a series. And uh, I originally titled the first book Blind Justice. And my editor said to me, there is no justice and no one's blind. You want to find another title? So I laughed <laughs> and I said, okay, well, let's, why not look, it's an astrology uh, detective. So let's see, it's about government. So the government, is, uh, is kings and czars and dictators, that's all 10th house, that's Saturn's domain, Capricorn. But government of and by the people, elected officials, that's the 11th house, Aquarius. So I said, well, you know what? Let's call it Murder in the 11th House. Everybody loved the title, so okay. Then they wanted another book. I said, well, how about Death in the 12th House? Because the book has to do with the killing of aging rock stars. 12th House is Pisces House, and it's rules and music and so on. And they loved that, so I said, well, I guess I'm stuck now. Evil in the first house, the next one is called Satan in the second house, then it's probably going to be Terror in the third house, and so on. Oh, I I love those. I just love it. I have just started reading your first book, so I like the writing style. So um, do you see much chaos and confusion at this time, or do you think it's coming a little bit later, or is it already starting? It's already started. We are living in one of the most chaotic periods of the last 50 years. In fact, the only time what what uh, what uh, uh, in in my lectures series that I'm doing now, uh, I'm looking back at 1968. Hold that thought because we've got to take a break. Just hold that thought. Stay tuned to know the name, know the genius in you. This show's dedicated to our probabilistic future. Stay tuned to hear more of what our esteemed astrologer Mitchell Scott Lewis sees is going to happen next to in our work. Stay tuned. Whether 
you're a skeptic or a believer, join me, Rob McConnell, as together we'll investigate the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology here on the Exxon Radio TV show on XZBN and the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV. Since 1990, the Exxon Radio TV show has been the place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Together, we'll investigate UFOs, aliens, ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic phenomenon, lake monsters, conspiracy theories, government cover-ups, the truth embargo, alien abductions, ESP, haunted locations from around the world, and so much more. With over 28 years of broadcasting and more than 4,500 individual guests, The X-Zone is truly a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality, as evidenced by the credibility, integrity, and professionalism of the guests that we bring to our international audience. If you have seen a UFO, had a close encounter, seen a ghost, Bigfoot, lake monster, or a story that you would like to share or have investigated, contact me, Rob McConnell, by sending me your email to xzone at xzoneradiotv.com or you can call toll-free 1-800-610-7035, extension 143, and on Skype, Exxon Radio TV. For more information on the Exxon Radio TV show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, visit www.exxoneradiotv.com or www.exxonetvchannel.com or simultv.com and xzbn.net. Until next we meet here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center and studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Always remember X-Zone Nation, keep your eyes to the sky and your heart in the light. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Mitchell Scott Lewis. His website is jupiterrising.com. Now, Mitch is a well-recognized writer and astrologer who is a sought-after guest for various media outlets due to his talent and his accuracy. Now, Mitch, right before the break, we're starting to tell us about how this is one of the most chaotic, confusing times. Please continue. Well, worldwide, we're seeing a tug of war that we haven't really seen. Uh, well, there are two, two uh, periods, of course, that come to mind. One is the 1930s, and the other is the 60s. Now, in the 1930s, uh, essentially, the world split right in half. Half the world was uh, dictators, uh, Hitler, Mussolini, Stalin, Hirohito, uh, 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 Franco, and then there were the more uh, uh, democratic nations, of course, of uh, basically England and the United States and Canada. And that was pretty much it. The rest of it had been gobbled up. And the, the, uh, the war was such that what it forced, you see, uh, the planet Pluto rules compulsiveness, hidden agendas, and it ruled Nazis and the whole concept of control in that manifest, that, that kind, that way. And Pluto was discovered in 1930, just in time for, among other things, the rise of the Nazi party. But also, it was the year that the first uh, degree in petrol engineering was handed out by the University of Texas. So it rules oil and all of these things. And the, one of the big reasons for uh, the war, especially the war in, uh, in the Pacific, was that we had an embargo on Japan. And we wouldn't let them get oil or rubber or anything else. And so they started a war in order to get the, the products. I mean, that's an oversimplification, of course. But that had a lot to do with the, uh, the underlying foundation that started that, that part of the war. Uh, it's, of course, much more complicated than that. But astrologically, the stars, so to speak, have to line up in order to make things happen. 
Well, we're going into a period of serious uh, power. We are, we're having what's called the great Capricorn alignment. Jupiter, Mars, Saturn, and Pluto are all conjuncting in the sign of Capricorn. And they are leading up to America's Pluto return. Now, you and I, unless we're very unlucky, are never going to see our Pluto returns because it takes about 240 years for Pluto to go around the Zodiac. But countries will. And America is going through its first Pluto return, which will actually complete in 2022. This is a period of incredibly uh, divisive and power, a power struggle and a, a tug of war. And one of the things we, we use for the planet Pluto, one of the phrases we use is black or white. And if you know any Scorpios, which is the sign that Pluto rules, many Scorpios tend to dress in black and white. Uh, it's, uh, it's almost comical. I'll see somebody dressed in black and white, and I'll say, are you Scorpio? And they'll say, no, I'm Scorpio rising, you know, or something like that. <laughs> so we are, we are entering this period, well, we're already in this period, of this great strain on our society. Now, I try not to get directly political in my interviews. I certainly have my political feelings about it, but I'm not here to alienate anybody or to... Uh, get involved in the battle between Republican, Democrat, right, left, this and that. I don't care about that when I'm doing astrology. I care about the astrology and what it's actually saying to me. And uh, what it's saying is that we are heading into this, well, again, we're not heading into it. We are in this period of serious power struggles. And... Um, almost like a vice twisting. And we see it in England. Brexit is a mess. We see it in half a dozen countries, uh, in Brazil, uh, in Venezuela. You look at, at Italy's politics. You look at Poland's politics. All over the world, what we've accepted as the norm for the last generation or more is, has been flipped on its head. Now, what will the ultimate outcome be? Well, that's a good question. If you look back, if, you, if this was 1930, and I was having this discussion on the radio, somebody said, well, you're an astrologer. What do you think is going to happen? I would say the same thing. I would say, look around the world, and look what's happened in Italy, and look what's happening in Germany, although it was another year or two before Hitler actually came to power. But look at uh, Spain, and, and you would see a similar kind of, of uh, energy rising now. Even if I could at that point, would I want to predict that it would be a world war where 70 million people would die? No. Would, I, would I want to you know, come to that conclusion? I'm not so sure. Even if I saw it, I might write it in a book, but I'm not sure that I would go on, on entertainment media and say, well, the world's going to end, you know, send your checks <laughs> to you know, make the check out the cash. And, you know. um, but... I think it's stupid to stick your head in the sand and pretend everything is perfectly fine. It's not. We have serious issues. Climate change has been, uh, uh, I've, been I've been fighting against it for, for 30 years. I, I just recently recorded a song uh, about uh, climate change. I'm, I'm a songwriter as well for many years. And uh, uh, it's a song that I began, oh God, I'd say 20, 25 years ago. And even though, you know, I, I would play it occasionally in live shows, I never felt it was finished. So I decided to go in the studio and record it, but I felt it needed a chorus. And every night for a week, I woke up at 2 o'clock in the morning because I had to finish the chorus. Now, I used to write songs like that a lot because I used to run a rock and roll band and, you know, played singing, songwriter stuff. But um, this one just forced itself on me. And there's very little doubt that we are running out of time. And I don't care, again, political or the rest of it. I think it's, it's absolutely insane to ignore science. And the science is so clear. And you look at the Bahamas, which there's a good chance the Bahamas may never, ever recover. Mm -hmm. A lot of the island nations in the world who belong to this group of island nations where they get together, they're starting to, to accept it, that, they may, they, that their time is limited. They're going to have to find some place to put their people. 
and they're going to have to find some country that will accept them and a way to deal with it because they're not going to be able to live on those islands any longer. And uh, it's very sad. I love Miami. I love Miami Beach. I love the water in between the intercoastal and, the, and blah, blah, blah. And now you walk in Miami on, on Lincoln Road at a full moon or a high tide, and there's a foot of water. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And the Jersey Shore, which hangs off the edge of the coast, it's not, it doesn't go out like the Long Island shores do it, like literally hangs off the coast. If, this, if the sea levels rise too much more, there will be no more Jersey Shore. And I believe that's about 60 or more percent of the income for that state. So you're dealing with, with issues here and problems here. And what the astrology is telling me, again, that's what, that's what I'm here for. I'm not a meteorologist. I'm an astrologer. But the astrology is telling me that we are in that kind of a period. In 1968, after Bobby Kennedy won the California primary, it was pretty much accepted that he was going to be president. That, that, they, that he, was just, he had just flown up and they, they, they was, nothing was going to stop him. And then he got shot. Right. And we have we have similar and that, of course, changed the whole world. Uh, I, I don't even want to get into any conspiracy theories or anything else, whatever it is. you know. But we are in a very similar situation now where a sudden event could change absolutely everything that we accept and could put us on a path that right now it's impossible to see. That's the kind of work that I'm doing. And I go back when I do lectures. Uh, I do a lot of PowerPoint, and I'll go back, for example, to prove a, a topic in, in the stock markets. I'll go back to the 1600s, and I'll show you the events and the astrology that correlated to it. And um, my lectures are always very well received and, and very well, uh, you know, whatever it's called, sold out. But, you know, uh, it, it's to show that there is recurring patterns in things. And we're at a point right now where America has never seen its Pluto return, of course, because we're only 240-something years old. But we are going through a very similar time that I'm seeing correlations to the 30s and the mid-60s. And don't forget the 60s were uh, uh, an incredibly violent and upheaval, a period of upheaval. Uh, you know, it, it, and look, America is a pendulum. We have a Sun-Saturn square that tends to make us a little more conservative, but we have an Aquarius moon and a Sagittarius rising, which is much more uh, erratic and, uh, and experimental. So we are really a combination of both. But if things pull too far to one side, we tend, the collective tends to pull it back into the middle. After the 60s and, and Woodstock and rock and roll and hippies and all the rest of it, we elected Richard Milhouse Nixon twice. Very conservative. Yes, but that's, and of course his presidency turned out pretty good. Um, that's, that's the point of America's natal chart. It's just like it's the point of your chart or my chart or somebody else's chart. The nature of the natal chart tells us what the person is apt to do, how they are apt to respond to circumstances or to what we call transits and progressions in the astrology chart. And so America is by nature that way. That's why we tend to elect a Democrat for president for eight years or so, then a Republican, Republican. then a Democrat, then a Republican. Yeah. We need to stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xcbn.net and knowthename.com. We're taking our last break, and we're going to find out what Mitchell Scott Lewis has in his name that has assisted him that you just might have in your name as well. Stay tuned. If you are looking for a safe, zero-calorie, natural option to the harmful artificial sweeteners on the market today, Just Like Sugar is what you're looking for. Just Like Sugar is a wonderful natural alternative for those health-conscious people who choose a calorie-restricted diet with a great, pure, sweet flavor that tastes just like sugar. 
Just Like Sugar is a great natural option for people suffering from diabetes and may be useful in restricted diet programs where standard sugars are not allowed and does not cause a laxative effect of some other sweeteners. Just Like Sugar comprises a perfect blend of chicory root fiber, natural calcium, natural vitamin C, and Just Like Sugar sweetness comes from the natural flavors from the peel of the orange. Just Like Sugar is a natural alternative to harmful artificial sweeteners and will change the way that you believe all natural sweetener products taste. Just Like Sugar is available at your local Whole Foods markets, Wild Oats markets, Henry's, Sun Harvest, and many other fine natural food stores in the U.S., Canada, and worldwide. They are here, and they've been here for thousands of years, making their presence known in the shadows. They might be seen by a lonely motorist on a deserted road late at night, or by a frightened and confused husband in the bedroom he is sharing with his wife. But who are they? What do they want? Why are they here? Perhaps most concerning, has the government been aware of their presence all along? The new book by Ellie Marzulli, UFO Disclosure, The 70-Year Cover-Up Exposed, delves into the world of UFOs. Can full disclosure be soon? Order now and receive a free hour and 37-minute DVD on the UFO phenomenon, UFOs Are Real. Get both the book and the DVD, a $40 value, for only $19.99. To order your book and DVD today, go to lamarzuli.net. That's L-A-M-A-R-Z-U-L-L-I.net. You have heard of the X-Zone? Now watch it on Simultv, plus 500 video games, live TV channels, free video on demand, worldwide, and more. Does this sound like tomorrow's television? Well, it is, but you can have it today, right now. It is Simul TV. Simul TV offers what the others only wish they could provide. 15 exclusive channels like X-Zone, Sci-Fi, and Horror. We are worldwide. No other provider offers that. 500 built-in video games. No need to have an extra expensive system. We have them included. Free video on demand live streaming events from around the world, interactive online network, and much more. Tomorrow's TV today, Simul TV. Sound too good to be true? Well, it's not. You can have Simul TV today. Sign up at simultv.com. Do it today. Memorable dynamic presentations are a not-so-secret weapon in the business world. Do you have a powerful message that must be shared, but you haven't found a way to deliver that message? Do you want to be known as a top public speaker who gets amazing results? Are you ready to create and deliver your powerful message? Thomas Hides can help you create and deliver your speech to get the results you desire. Visit IconQuality.com. Did you expect your business to flourish, but instead it plateaued or didn't get off the ground yet? Would you like to achieve massive goals and discover new sources of income within your business? When you're ready to experience that type of success with fast results, Cindy Hendricks is the business coach for you. Her work with entrepreneurs and business owners has been life-changing. To get you and your business where you want to be, go to imaginemoresuccess.com. Has the fear of public speaking stalled your business or personal life? What would you give to develop and maintain supreme confidence? Have an invaluable private program to always perform at your best. Imagine how you would feel. You can have all that and so much more today with Thomas Hyde's life-changing course called Number One Fear Unleashed. Visit NumberOneFear.com and be liberated from your fear of public speaking. The views, opinions, and conclusions expressed in the following program are those of the host, guests, and or callers, and not those of Relmar McConnell Media Company, our corporate divisions or entities, the Exxon Broadcast Network, Simul Radio, Simul TV, our staff, management, advertisers, broadcast affiliates, and affiliated broadcast networks.
Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Mitchell Scott Lewis, whose website is jupiterrising.com. Now, he's taken his astrology and research skills to a level where he's able to accurately predict what's coming up next. Okay, Mitch, I'm really curious about two things, because you've already mentioned a little piece of them coming up. One of them is our president. Do you think Trump's going to get reelected looking at the astrology or is it too soon to tell because you don't know who all of his opponents are? Well, I don't know whose opponent is going to be. And that is part of the issue. But when you're doing what's called mundane astrology, which means astrology of world events, it doesn't mean mundane the way that we that implies unimportant. Um, the astrology does point to certain things. Now, I actually don't think that Mr. Trump gets reelected. I'm not sure that it's how it's going to play out. Uh, The indicators astrologically are pointing towards a reversal in power. Um, But this doesn't necessarily mean that uh, with the the uh, electoral college and so on and whatever may occur that uh, we actually switch presidents however if you know if you put my feet to the fire i would have to say at this point because i've i've delayed making any predictions frankly about the presidential election uh, but uh, it it doesn't it doesn't look he's got saturn and pluto that that can Configuration I talked about before in opposition to his Saturn and Venus. This is not a particularly positive aspect for retaining power or for keeping uh, or, or, or for uh, uh, being particularly uh, popular. But again, we don't know who's running against him. Right. And, and that would make all the difference. All the difference in the world. Look, I have clients who are up for all kinds of awards. Am I going to win the Grammy? Am I going to win the Oscar? And I say to them, I have to look at the charts of everybody involved, not just you. And then if I see somebody who has an outstanding chart, uh, I may have to tell my client, you know, maybe (laughs) next time. (laughs) Yeah, so sorry. Yeah, right, you know. So I've named a theme for this year from doing name readings for people as the year of breakups and breakthroughs. So Mm -hmm. that's a good way. I like that. That's very very much what, what is going to happen. There's a lot of breaking up. And as Neil Sedaka said, breaking up is hard to do, of course. You know, right. sometimes it's impossible. <laughs> you change the locks, they still show up. Um, that's exactly what it is. There's a lot of breaking up of situations. There's a lot of people who are changing their uh, affiliation, whether it's political or through work. Uh, or even in personal relationships, there's a great deal of that. Of course, there's a lot of breaking up always. But the breaking through part, that's Pluto. Pluto wants you to take on power. And if you're willing to face the power and the power struggle, and you do it correctly, you will gain the power. Problem is, is that under Pluto, a lot of people get frightened. And then they don't learn to stand up for themselves, so they're not taking advantage of an opportunity that comes to them. Nothing comes easy. Sharon, as you know, it's in yeah. fact, uh, my brother also is in astrology. He used to teach a class where he would put five charts up with no names. And one, he would say one of these people is a general, was president, is a billionaire, whatever it is. And the class would almost always pick the wrong charts. It would pick the easiest charts. And it's almost always the more difficult ones. If you have to struggle to make something of yourself, that's how you gain strength. And that's what's going on right now in the world. The world is struggling. If we do not change the direction of humanity, we are in a lot of trouble. And so all the issues that are coming up and all the power struggles and all the rest of it, they are pushing us to our backs to the wall. So we have to make a stand. And if we do it, we'll, we'll get through. And if we don't, well, you know. Yeah, then good luck, nice. right? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nice being a human. Let's see what we come back as next time, you know. <laughs> See, I would love to have that challenge instead of looking at the astrology, looking at the five names and the five professions and me telling you from the name which one went where. Anyway, <laughs> um, in, in medicine, 
do you see any cures or is there anything in astrology since you're so good at looking at different medical things that you see that there's going to be some breakthroughs in medical and some the healing of things that have always we've struggled with? We are having those breakthroughs almost on a daily, weekly basis. My mother had a detached retina and she loves to drive and she loves to read and it really was breaking her heart because she couldn't see out of one eye. So I took her, she, you know, I went with her to the eye doctor. The eye doctor said to me, this is what we're doing. It's a new procedure. We shoot a little bit of this gel behind the eye. And as the gel dissolves, it reconnects the retina. Wow. And they reconnected her retina without any surgery, with nothing. It was an outpatient procedure. And now she can read and she can drive. And it's absolutely amazing. What they're doing with cancer, the problem with cancer is that cancer is... Uh, for one thing, well, for one thing, our, our society is polluted absolutely beyond, beyond belief. And even if you try and eat organic, they now found that every single wine in California has Roundup in it. And uh, even the organic ones has a little bit, but, but it's there because it's in the soil. And we are polluting ourselves and creating cancers. And there are hundreds and hundreds of kinds of cancers. There are more than two or three dozen kinds of breast cancer alone. So what they're going to have to do and what I think they are doing, and they will succeed at, is teaching the body to defend itself, which is what, of course, that's exactly what holistic healing is all about. The body needs to heal itself. It is a much better healing mechanism than all the Western medicine in the world. And I, you know, when I go to a doctor and I get my physical and I get my blood work, but if he says there's something wrong with me, I choose how to heal it. I don't, I'm not a big fan of Western medicine because the side effects are often worse than the disease. Um, and it's through lifestyle and diet and exercise and meditation and blah, blah, blah. And if possible, having a pet, which is always very good. You know, the sixth house in an astrology chart rules your place of work, it rules your health, and it rules your pets. Because they are all very connected. If you have a job that you love, you tend not to get, you know, you got a cold, you get up, you go to work. If you got a job that you hate, the sniffles turns into the worst flu in the world because you don't want to go to the job. And if you got a pet who's sitting home waiting for you with that tail wagon, you know, you can't <laughs> wait to run home. And I, you know. <laughs> so, I, yes, I think that we are on the verge of, of amazing discoveries. And it's escalating as quickly as possible. As long as the funding and the attitude continue and that it's not blocked and that people are allowed to continue their work. And then, of course, there are people who are incredibly uh, 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 generous and magnanimous and they spend their lives helping, whether it's helping animals or it's helping human beings or it's trying to save children or whatever it might be. And if humanity could only come together the way that we are meant to, I think that we could, you know, as I wrote in a song once, if we all stand together, there's no way we can lose, and the troubles around us will be yesterday's news. Oh, I love that statement. So, Mitch, if people would like to get a reading with you and they would like to get a hold of you, and I know you have that fabulous newsletter on your website that's jupiterrising.com, can it's they also, get a hold the way, of you? It's also, it's also mitchastro.com. Either one will take you there. Sometimes people forget to, to Jupiter Rising. So MitchAstro.com is, is often easier to remember. But either one will take you there. Okay, yeah, so you can go to the website. You can also email me at MitchAstro at AOL. I'm very easy to find. I'm all over the Internet, especially because of the murder mysteries. Uh, they're just, you know, there's hundreds of reviews. It's really been wonderful, wonderful experience. People really love the books, and I'm very, very proud of them. It takes me two years to write them. They read it in a weekend. They say to me, write another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's easy. I to so get that. It takes me two and a half years to write a book. And, right, of course. And then I get these same thing. I get these letters and saying, I don't like you anymore. I couldn't put the book down. I didn't get any sleep last night. <laughs> <laughs> greatest compliment in the world. I think you're too talented. Thank you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. I think that's wonderful. So I just want to thank you so much, Mitch, for taking your time and sharing your expertise with us. And they can sign up for a reading with you or get a hold of you through your website, too, when they want a reading. Mm -hmm. MitchAstro.com or JupiterRising.com. Or they can just email me at 
Mitch Astro at AOL. Uh, that I think that should be on the website. I, you know, I I only have so much time. I, you know, you got to like you. We've got twelve different jobs and we're juggling all of them. Um, so okay. sometimes we miss we miss stuff. But yeah, I'm accessible. Very very okay. accessible. So all of that information is on my website at knowthename.com. All you have to do is go to today's date, and when you click on the radio show, it gives you all of that information on how to get a hold of Mitch and that nice intro all about him. Also, it's all written right there. Thank you again, Mitch. Thank you so much, Sharon. It was great. Great chatting with you. Be prepared and surprised and so very pleased when you get to experience Mitchell Scott Lewis's work. Now, his website, again, is jupiterrising.com or mitchastro.com. Now, Mitchell Scott Lewis's name indicates that he has always strived to be the very best. Now, this is located in the three T's in his name. People who have T's in their name strive to be the very best in their field of interest. The more T's in the name, the more excellence in the results. Do you want to know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is heard every weekday at various hours right here on XZBN.net radio and X-Zone radio station. And the link is on knowthename.com. And if you wish to know more about your name and how you can discover your innate genius, go to knowthename.com and sign up for a reading. This is Sharon Lynn Wyeth signing off. 